BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome back to Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. I'm Lauren Elizabeth, and today I'm going to be joined by a fellow Lauren, but a much cooler Lauren, obviously. Lauren Goraz, as you might know, but now Lauren Ireland. She's obviously always been both. She just changed from her maiden name to her married name on Instagram, but you know her as the co-founder of Summer Fridays. We had Mariana Hewitt on a couple weeks ago, and now we need her other half, Lauren, on the podcast to talk all things balancing all of her different roles. She is a mom. She is a founder. She is a social media influencer. She is a wife and she is such an inspiration to me. I love our current mood combo. So I really think you guys are going to enjoy it and it's full of inspiration. But first let's get into my best mood and worst mood of the week reminding you that we are all going to have a plethora of moods. They are totally normal. We have to feel all the feels and no matter how good a week there's always going to be a little bit of a worse mood and no matter how bad a week you can find a good mood in it my best mood this week was working my ass off like I told you guys last week on the podcast I had such a crazy work day on Tuesday but the difference in this is that it's not the glorifying hustle culture work type talk this is actually me just having a total mood boost and mood shift of wanting to be proactive and feeling inspired and desiring to work. It was really getting everything I needed to get done, but not procrastinating it, just wanting to get it done, wanting to do my best at it, not half-assing it, not feeling lazy or feeling like I have to do anything, feeling really inspired and motivated and ambitious. I had moments where I was proactively working. So for me, the difference is I always have a lot of deadlines and due dates and things I need to do. And I'm pretty good at always getting all my stuff done is most of the time, even if I procrastinated, I'm very good at getting things done last minute. But these beautiful moments come where I'm feeling really inspired and motivated and ambitious where I want to be working, but I also want to think about the future and I start coming up with ideas and planning and even getting around to some of that stuff that I've always thought of but never really executed on. So I really had this week that was just full of work, work, work. Like the great Rihanna once said, work, work, work. For creatives, sometimes it's hard to find those moments of inspiration and it's so normal to go through those dry spells. And so it was really a best mood of like, wow, like, I really want to be working right now. I'm not just dreading what I'm doing. I'm really excited again. And so I think that 
it's such a good mood, especially with all of the kind of uncertainty and anxiety and everything that I've been feeling to just put all the drama aside and really throw myself in to my work and remind myself why I love what I do so much. I wish I had tips because honestly, it just kind of happened, but I'll try to figure it out for you guys. My worst mood was just kind of that little bit of not being able to put my phone down, I guess. It was like, yes, the desire was there and I was so inspired, but even when I felt like I wanted to kind of like take a minute, it was almost that like muscle memory and just like kind of instinctively like always opening back up Instagram or wanting to watch something on TV, but like not being able to focus and wanting to read a book, but just like couldn't let go of my phone. So I was able to listen to my body in a sense of, you know, chatting with my brother, hanging out with Cameron and going for walks and stuff like that, which are always really good mood boosters for me. But it was definitely really hard for me to turn off from social media and emails and stuff like that. But it's not the worst, worst mood just because it was me getting a lot of good stuff done. I wasn't doing too much scrolling unconsciously, I guess. It wasn't too much just like passively wasting my time on the internet. It was definitely me just like kind of being hyper focused on this one mood and wanting to maybe do a little bit more of like reading and maybe watching TV at times and then just kind of ending up picking my phone back up, which kind of annoyed me. My screen time went up 16%, which definitely annoyed me. So it's not the worst mood, like I said, because technically I was getting stuff done, which is always great. And it definitely comes in waves. So you just kind of got to take it for what it is and not beat yourself up about it too much. As much as we all want to be off our phones more and focus more on our mental health, sometimes it is really good for your mental health to, you know, be ambitious again and have that drive in you again. So I didn't beat myself up too much about it. But this week, I'm definitely being conscious of making sure every time I'm on my phone at my computer that I'm doing something good and not kind of letting myself get too deep in a rabbit hole somewhere unless it is me relaxing. But you know what I mean? I'm definitely going to spend the next week trying to take that work energy, keep it moving, stay proactive, stay ambitious, but not have a worse mood of never being able to turn off and put the phone down because we have to relax a little bit sometimes. Okay, now let's jump into Mood Boosters. Mood Boosters is actually brought to you by one of my all-time favorite brands. If you followed me on YouTube forever, you know this is fact, Hum Nutrition. I love this and actually it's so perfect for this week's mood boosters. You'll find out why. So to help boost your well-being in ways you need it the most, you can actually take their quick quiz and get individualized product recommendations from their team of registered dietitians to help bring your skin, body, hormones, and mood into balance with Hum Nutrition. They rigorously test each unique Hum Nutrition supplement pack with a combo of potent, clean, and clinically proven ingredients designed for specific goals like clear skin, improved sleep, hair growth, balanced mood and healthier body so some of their hero products are red carpet gut instinct big chill flatter me glow sweet glow one of my personal favorites is the flatter me i just love it it's a blend of digestive enzymes and herbs that help break down carbs and fats to reduce bloating and improve digestion one of my biggest pet peeves is when i'm bloated it just like is one of the most obvious things on my body and i think it is because i really do need those digestive enzymes so this has been one of my all-time favorite products the big 
Chill is also amazing. It's an adaptogenic formula that enhances the ability to stay calm and focused and helps balance adrenals. This is really, really important for me. I have really low like levels of my adrenal functions and also just kind of like want to stay calm, but also focus during the day. So something for me with my anxiety, this is absolutely perfect. Everything, like I said, is formulated by experts. It's clinically proven, clean and natural, rigorously tested. I truly believe that beauty comes from the inside out, which is why I love Hum so much. They really believe that what goes inside to your body matters. So you can really get these vitamins and supplements for your beauty goals, but they're backed by clinical results and designed to get you looking and feeling your best. Take the quiz and get them shipped to you each month. They have a monthly vitamin subscription. It's affordable, flexible, convenient, customizable, and committed to results. And you can get 15% off your first order with code MOOD. Plus with the flexible subscription options and chic packaging, it's insanely easy to stay on top of your daily dosage too. So if you're like me and you're someone that's kind of like getting back into the whole supplement game, which I am, which is part of my mood boosters, which is why this is so perfect. You can get 15% off your first order of $29 with code mood. Go to humnutrition.com slash get underscore started today. So for my first mood booster in order of my notes, because I'm so professional, you guys have seen it on Instagram. I finally got the other light bulbs that I talked about last week. So I have the nightlight and that was such like a low key mood booster. And now we have the full thing. Oh my God. I don't know how I found the best ones on Amazon. They are absolutely amazing. They're in my link highlights on my Instagram at Lauren Elizabeth. If I do say so myself, you guys, not only is this a mood booster because now I have red lights in every single one of my lights, which is so good for relaxation. Literally every single person has DM'd me that has gotten them and they're like, oh my God, I feel so relaxed. This is such a vibe. This is such a mood. I love it so much. Even my best friends all ordered them and they were like, I feel relaxed because of course they have to give me like credit with a little bit of sassiness. It's fine. We're fine. I like literally was totally geeking out. Like the fact that the setup was so easy and then I can control everything from my phone. So I was like dimming my lights. I was putting them on red. I was like changing the tone so that they're more cool toned, not warm toned because aesthetic matters in my everyday life. I literally am so obsessed with these freaking light bulbs. They were the biggest mood booster. I put them all on red and then I put Melissa Wood Health on and I did like a little yoga flow and I felt like I was like in my own little studio. And then when we're just like winding down, I'm kind of getting ready for bed. I put them on red as well. So they're really, really amazing. The Skinny Confidential and Mariana Hewitt swear by them, like I said previously and like they've said on the podcast. So if you haven't done it yet and you really want a mood booster, but also just like have that convenience of being able to like not get out of bed to turn your lights off at night and be able to like dim them if you don't have dimmers installed in your house holy crap 2020 y'all we have some good technology we don't have a lot but we have great light bulbs all right my next mood booster and it's such a mood booster you guys I'm just gonna be basic I'm basic and proud most of the time okay fall candles I like decided to treat myself and got my like favorite fall candle that's like a little more bougie it's called pin 12 from Le Labo I obviously love their Santal. It's like a classic. Everyone loves it, but it's pin 12. And I remember loving it so much last fall and I was just at the Grove and I thought, oh, you know what? Let's let's have a mood booster treat yourself moment. I didn't realize it was going to be a mood booster fall moment. This candle smells so goddamn good and it just felt like cozy, chic, realness oh my god. I was so happy, completely mood boosted in my bed smelling this candle like 
oh, it's so, I'm like obsessed with it. I had to tell myself I have to stop lighting it so much so it lasts longer. But the good thing about bougie candles is they are formulated to last longer. So it's doing a really great job at holding up. But it just like totally changes the mood in my room. It made me feel so cozy. I even not only put the fake fireplace on the TV, but I put a little jazz music on the TV. So I like airplayed it from my phone to my TV. The technology in this room is astronomical, you guys. Like mood freaking boosted. So if you want to try like a bougie candle, I recommend that one. If not, just get your favorite fall candle. Like it's time. We deserve it. We literally deserve it. My friend was at Macy's and she asked the woman why the Christmas decorations were already up. And the woman looked at her and said, people need a little bit of joy right now. And I've never related to anything more in my entire life. I also did get an oil diffuser, which I think has to be a mood booster. And I think the reason why I like it so much is where I set it up. It's much more convenient to keep refilling. I haven't found a scent that I love, but I do love like the sound of it in the background during the day. It's definitely more of a daytime relaxation vibe. And a lot of my mood boosters um, happen to be very like nighttime oriented. So I do like having the oil diffuser on during the day. I got this super cute one. It was the Poosh times sage collab I ended up getting the wrong color so it's not fully a mood booster and I don't love the scent so it's not like totally there so if anyone has any recommendations I'm really like a scent person I think scent really influences my mood it can bring back feelings of nostalgia and like happiness and I'm just really a scent person so if anyone has any recommendations let me know at mood with Lauren Elizabeth on Instagram it's like almost a mood booster but it's not at the fall candle level and then my last mood booster is I've mentioned it before and it's my pill box but I ended up actually getting another one a little bit of a bigger one so I didn't really say it last week, but I definitely 100% confirmed messed up my medicine the week before, and it really, really affected my mood. For those of you who don't know, I do take anxiety medication every single day, and I have like a whole kind of thing that I'm on, and I totally messed it up. I haven't messed it up in months. I used to mess it up all the time, but the pill box is really something that always makes me not mess it up. And it wasn't because of the pill box. It was like an insurance and adult responsibility issue that I messed it up. But wow, it really, really affected my mood. I mean, obviously it's literally medicine that is supposed to affect my mood, but oof, wow, just, it was a tough day once all the medicine was out of my system. And so I got my pill box out, went to the pharmacy, filled all my prescriptions, got it all sorted. I've obviously posted about this on Instagram and it was obviously such a mood booster to just like be on top of it and have my system back in place. And I just feel like I have my shit together so much at this point that like missing my meds is like so old Lauren, but it's okay. We all make mistakes. And I even got a bigger pill box because like I mentioned earlier, I'm back on the supplement train. I've just been really off the supplement situation for a while. I haven't taken my probiotics and I really haven't taken a lot of supplements. So I got a ton of new hum ones and stuff in the mail and I just was like, oh, wait, why don't I put these in the pill box too? So I got another one so I don't have to mix it in with my actual meds. And it's really, really nice. I'm going to really see if I feel a difference because obviously the mood booster is like being organized and knowing that I'm doing it. But I really want to see how big of a difference I feel in my body with this pill box system and really taking my supplements regularly because it's really annoying. I always had all these supplements under my nightstand and it got really annoying to kind of just like decide, do I want to take them in the morning or the night? And 
just rationing them out into my hands. So I'm really excited. Hopefully this will become a mood booster staple of having not only my pill box, but my supplement box and really having that organized system because I think it's going to really make a big difference in overall mood boosting. Before we jump into talking all things wellness and lifestyle with Lauren, not me, the other one, the cooler one, I want to talk to you guys about health code because if you want to eat healthy like me, but you probably don't have the time like me, you're going to love what we just discovered. It's an easy and delicious, perfectly nutritious meal replacement shake from health code. It gives you exactly what your body needs for weight management and your overall health. I've tried so many other things. I haven't been leaving the house, but this is incredible and I can get all I need in one shake. You can get your special offer now at gethealth.com. That's G-E-T-H-L-T-H.com with the discount code MOOD. Health code wasn't created by some celebrity. It was formulated by an actual scientist who specializes in metabolism and nutrition. It's not like a Kardashian little swipe up situation. There's literally nothing else like this anywhere. You want to lose fat, but keep lean muscle mass right? So that's why they've included 27 grams of the best quality protein, including collagen for healthy hair, skin, and nails. And also you need a healthy gut. So health code complete meal has probiotics, digestive enzymes, prebiotic fiber, and apple cider vinegar. Those are literally my absolute must haves for my stomach. It's like so important to me. And the fact that it has all this is just a game changer, but it also has 25 vitamins and minerals plus healthy fats for a healthy brain and metabolism. I haven't been taking supplements and all this stuff. So these shakes have been absolutely incredible. So if you're someone who's short on time, doesn't really feel like combining all these things into this like magical smoothie, this literally takes all of the stress hassle away. And it's something you can trust. It's absolutely amazing. I love that it's so natural. It has no GMOs or artificial drunk. It has zero added sugar and it tastes amazing it really keeps me full for hours so i can like i said in best mood work 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 get our special offer now at gethealthcode.com that's g-e-t-h-l-t-h.com just use discount code mood for an extra 10 percent off your first order they also have a love it or your money back guarantee this offer is only available for a limited time so go to get health g-e-t-h-l-t-h.com discount code mood. Now let's jump into my current mood convo with Lauren, co-founder of Summer Fridays, mom, boss, founder, wife, influencer, wellness lover. Oh my God. She is absolutely amazing. We've really dived deep. So I hope you guys enjoy. Lauren, thank you so much for being here. There's two Laurens. This is so weird. Some people are probably (laughs) going to think I'm talking to myself because I do that a lot, but I'm so glad you're here. We had Mariana on the podcast last week. And she is your co-founder of Summer Fridays. And you are her other half and the mama and mama to be. Oh my God. I can't, (laughs) I can't with you. You also just changed your Instagram name. So while we're introducing you, you need to explain to me what's going on. Yeah. Well, I was Lauren Gorris, which is, which is my maiden name. And then I just switched my Instagram handle to be Lauren Ireland, which is my married name. Um, I mean, I've been married for seven years. This was not, I got, I got married when I was 25. (laughs) I was pretty young and this is like nothing new happened. Um, But it was honestly something that for years I had kind of gone back and forth on. And, you know, you, you start, I was used to be a news anchor and you kind of feel like you're, you know, you're building your career and you're doing all of these things with a specific name. And I didn't want to change it at the time. And then I kind of just felt like the, like the last year, especially I started having these feelings of really wanting to share my name with like my son and with my husband. And I felt like we were building this family Mm. and building these careers. And I, 
I kind of, I missed like feeling like there was that unified feeling between us, you know, in sort of this new stage of life. So that was why. I know. I was like, wait, am I having Lauren Gores on the podcast? Or Lauren Ireland? <laughs> I was like, it was like such like a, you know, as someone who like follows and watches every day, I was like, oh my God. Like, and I think a lot of people were like, wait, who am I? Who am I following? Who is this? Do I know her? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, where did it, and it's such like a, it's such like a name, like Ireland, you know what I mean? So it was very like, I feel like it just like shifted my entire perspective. I was like, am I following an Irish influencer now? <laughs> I mean, if I turn into an Irish influencer. <laughs> Are you moving? No, I love it. I seriously love it. And so, like I said, we had Mariana last week and yeah. you guys started Summer Fridays. We got like a big chunk of the story of like how you guys came to start it. And I really wanted to hear from your perspective, like what was important to you and why you personally felt like skincare was the right thing to kind of build a brand about. Yeah. So I'll kind of give you a little background sort of pre starting the brand too. So I meant, I, I used to be a broadcaster. That was sort of my, what I went to school for. It was my first career. And then, um, and I did that in Missouri for about four years. And then I moved to LA. Sometimes you got to move to the middle of nowhere, you know, yeah. to, get, to get your dreams, you got to do what you got to do. But, um, so I'd lived there for a little while and then had moved to LA and had kind of started like working in lifestyle hosting. Um, but then blogging was kind of just becoming a thing. It was definitely not a legitimate career at this point. <laughs> Um, and I remember like, even when I started my blog, which was like super casual, I wasn't really, I was still working as a, as a host. And I remember when I started my blog, like, especially my family, they were just, they're always so supportive. They were kind of confused as to what it was, <laughs> why I was getting so much attention on it. Um, and then, you know, like slowly, but surely they, the blogging and Instagram and all of that started to grow. And at the time, prior to starting summer Fridays, I'd kind of trying to figure out like what was really going to be my specific thing in this sort of blogging world. I felt like there were a lot of bloggers. I didn't really know what my space was. I came from a hard news background. So I, I was used to reporting on things that were not fluffy at all. Um, but I always had this like really deep love for, for wellness, for clean skincare, um, for really doing things that made me feel incredible on the inside. Um, and that also, obviously when you feel great on the inside, you look great on the outside. And so I always had such a deep love for that. And I started to, you know, write and blog and I was doing like DIY face masks at home and <laughs> just kind of playing around with different things. And then Marianne and I had been friends for years. Like, I mean, we've been friends for more than 10 years now at this oh, wow. point. Um, and we, we were literally sitting down, um, we kind of always like dreamed of doing something together. And we, we're sitting down talking about ideas. And I was just, I was newly pregnant with my now three-year-old son at the time. Um, this was in 2016. And I was complaining that I was like cleaning everything out of my skincare drawers because I just was like, nothing feels clean. And, you know, and we sort of, it's kind of sparked this idea. Um, we were already really interested in doing something in beauty and it kind of sparked this idea of creating something that was, you know, a clean skincare line, but still felt like it resonated with us. And at the time there were a number of clean skincare lines. It was just that there wasn't a, there, there weren't a lot of things that existed that really felt like they resonated in a way that felt very us, you know, everything mm. felt, it sort of had that organic feel to it. If you know what I mean, that kind of yeah. old traditional kind of way of something being organic. And we wanted to create something that was good for you ingredients, super clean. I could use it while I was pregnant. Um, but that also felt like it really resonated with us and with our generation and something that we wanted to share on Instagram and, 
um, but the aesthetic really felt like us. And so that was kind of how the idea was born. And I didn't ask Mariana and it's such an important question because like some people always say like, don't go into business with your best friend. Don't live with your best friend, like stuff like that. So how did you guys (laughs) know that you could literally create this empire as best friends and still come out friends on the other side of it? We have, well, I think two things. One, we deeply respect each other's working styles, which we knew prior to starting the brand. And I think that's something really important. There's a lot of, you know, I have very, very close friends that I, I wouldn't start a business with, even though I love them dearly. I just know that our working styles would not necessarily pair well together. And I think you have to just be really honest with yourself before you start something, not only with a best friend, but with anyone, any, any partner that you choose. Um, I think you have to really know and respect each other's working style and know, um, know how they like to do things, how you like to do things and to make sure that those things are going to work well together and that you leave enough, enough space for each other to kind of work in the way that you want to work. So that was, I think, number one. And then, um, also like another huge thing is we always have the same goals, um, both short-term and long-term for the company. And I think that's really important too, because if you have, I think it's easy to start out with the similar short-term goals because you have an idea and your idea is to build it, but you really also have to be on the same page long-term of what you want to grow, how you want to build it, where you want the company to go. Um, And we've always been very much on the same page when it comes to that as well. And so I think like those two things have been really key. When you guys are hanging out, do you like have to stop yourself from talking about business? And are you still able to just like have a good time? I mean, we admittedly... Oh, talking about business, especially because our business is so lifestyle related, you know, like even if we're just hanging out or we're, you know, we're out doing something and then something will spark an idea or we'll (laughs) pop into Sephora and we'll have an idea. It's, it is kind of hard to turn it off, but it's also something that's really fun for us. So we, we try to turn off any of the, the hardcore business things. Yeah, but the fun ideas are kind of always going. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when it's fun, it's fun. But when it's like, like she was saying, like the supply chain, it's like, that's probably not the most fun (laughs) thing to talk about while shopping. Um, But you did mention how you started blogging. And I checked out your blog too, because I'm always swiping up on your Instagram story and just following everything. I mean, for those who don't know, you're expecting right now, you're literally pregnant with baby number two, which is just when we were scheduling this, I was like, whatever works for you. Like, <laughs> I was just like, if I were you, I'd be so checked out of 2020. I would just be pregnant <laughs> on the couch and like, you're over here crushing it. And your blog is like a really like incredible look, like into your personal life. You, you definitely share more about, you know, personal growth and wellness and stuff like that, while also being this like businesswoman and mom and all this stuff. So I want to kind of backtrack too, because I think it's such like an inspirational, just like well-rounded life. I know everything on the internet looks more perfect than it is, but it is kind of like those, those main goals of like, I want to have a family. I want to have a business. Like I want all these things in life. Right. And so, you know, I just read too, that you celebrated your seven year anniversary with your husband. How did you guys meet? Uh, We met in college in the most unromantic way ever. It was at a college house party playing beer pong. And (laughs) that was how I met him. 
Um, Very I, on brand. I, I really had dreams of like, you know, just walking past my future husband under the Eiffel Tower, right. you know, but it didn't, it didn't quite happen that way for us, but it turned out. <laughs> so we, yeah, we met, um, I mean, we met young, but we, we had just, oh, I mean, it, it, we'd always stayed together and it worked out and we moved to different cities after college and all of that. And then ended up um, both coming to LA and then getting married. Oh, wow. Um, so yeah, that was, yeah, seven, seven years ago now. That's crazy. And you said like such like little, like perfect nuggets that even resonated with me so much. I literally wrote it down because you said something like feeling safe, like how you feel safe with him. And I literally like that word popped into my head the other day. Cause as someone who is so young, it's like, I don't want to put pressure on my partner or my life to like have everything go according to plan but I still want to feel safe. And so that really resonated with me. And I wanted to know like how you define like feeling safe and like what kind of things you even looked for, for before you got married that you're like, okay, this is how I know it's like my perfect partner and that I feel safe in this relationship. Yeah, totally. that's a really good question. Um, and I think especially for us, because we met, we, we met when we were 19. Um, and I know. Oh my now. God. So, I mean, yeah, we, we have had a very, a, a very long journey and, and, and through very different parts of our life. Obviously we meet someone in college and your first job and moving to different cities and all of these things. Um, and so I think for me, and like, especially when it comes to feeling safe, I want to feel like I can have um, and for both of us, the flexibility to change as many times as we want and still feel like we're, we're being the truest versions of ourselves with each other. And I think sometimes, you know, not that I, I'm, I'm not a marriage expert by any means, but I think what, what's worked for us um, and like what continues to work is just allowing each other that space to constantly change and evolve. Um, and, you know, when it comes to the career that you want to have, like we have both changed our careers a number of different times. Um, when it comes to dreams that you have together as, you know, as a family and as partners, cities that you live in so many things, I think, I think it's unrealistic to think that the, the things and the dreams that we had at 25 on the day we got married are the same today. And the dreams we have today are not going to be the same in five years. <laughs> and so I think we've, we have developed like this, it's, I guess, safety is the kind of the best word, but like knowing that we're we're still here and we're here for each other and we're going to create this life together, but we don't try to write our life story before it's happening. And so we like really allow ourselves the space to just to allow it to be, um, and to always just really come back to like the core of who we are. Cause you can change a lot of things, but usually the core of a person, like who you are deeply inside, um, usually that doesn't change. Not, not always the case, yeah. obviously. <laughs> But, um, but hopefully the, the sort of the core of who you are remains the same. And a lot of the other things can change in terms of circumstances, of finances, of a place you live in, a job that you have, all of that can change so many different times. Um, but I think as long as you kind of come back to the core of who that person is. And did you guys like kind of like communicate that or did you go through like the typical like stress and overwhelmingness and then you like figured it out on the way? Does that make sense? <laughs> Totally. Um, kind of, I mean, both, honestly, we definitely communicated it before we, um, we both come from divorced families. So we had really transparent conversations, honestly, about like things that I saw work and didn't work, um, and, and things that I knew that I wanted or didn't want. And so we probably had more transparent, honest conversations than maybe 
most at that age and at that time. Um, But then also for sure, like I'll be the first to admit that as you go through the changes, even though you've had conversations about allowing that change, it still can be hard when you're going through it. I mean, I remember when we, um, when we had started Summer Fridays and prior and Evan at the time, my son, he was about, we'd been formulating for about, I mean, for two years, but when it actually launched and when we became really busy with it, Evan was about like six months old, um, right before we launched. And it was like, it was a hard, intense time. You know, I was all of a sudden, I went from, from essentially being mostly home to traveling, you know, a few times a month with a baby. Um, he was kind of looking to switch careers. Like there was so much happening and it kind of felt like it happened all at once. And when you're in the thick of that, it, it does feel hard. (laughs) You kind of just have to remind yourself that this is probably a, a, a stage in life, but when you're in it, it can feel like a very long time. And so you, you kind of just, again, have to allow yourself that space and that patience to say like, okay, let's get through the next six months and let's you know, we're going to like try to figure out solutions where we can just align better on our on timing and when we're seeing each other and all of those things. But for sure, like change is also hard because it takes you out of your routine. And so it's definitely not like we wake up and like, okay, we changed our mind and everything goes super smoothly. It like for sure takes a lot of patience. <laughs> I literally said the other week, I was like, it's this weird thing of like being like a little bit older now of when I'm going through it. I actually realize I'm going through it while I'm going through it. And so I'm like, yeah. well, now I like, I know I'm in the thick of it, but I, I can't just get out. Cause I'm aware of it. Like it's so, oh, yeah. it's so tough. And so how do you just like, what are some, like you said, like solutions that you found are really good because obviously, you know, you and Marianne are very different. So what are your solutions of like kind of balancing everything, like having a partner, having a kid, having a business, and also even your Instagram page? Like, how do you kind of find a little bit of balance for yourself? Quick break to talk to you guys about stamps.com. Oh my God, you guys, this has been one of my absolute favorite 2020 finds as a small business owner myself who has been wanting to get it all done and stay safe and not leave the house. Stamps.com is here to save us. As we slowly adjust to a new normal, we still need to be smart about how we do business, you guys. Luckily, there's Stamps.com to make things easier. Thousands of small business owners have discovered the benefits of Stamps.com in recent months. They've been able to keep their businesses running and avoid the crowds at the post office, all from their own computers. With Stamps.com, you print postage on demand and avoid going to the post office. And you'll save money with the discounted rates you can't even get at the post office, you guys. So if you're a small business, this is extremely important. And Stamps.com also offers UPS services with discount codes up to 62% and no residential surcharges. Stamps.com brings all the mail and shipping services you need right to your computer in the comfort of your home or office. Whether you're a small business like me sending invoices, an online seller shipping out products, or just working from home and need to mail stuff, stamps.com can handle it all with ease. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Once your mail is ready, just leave it for your mail carrier, schedule pickup, and drop it off in a mailbox. It's literally that simple. And like I said, with stamps.com, you get great discounts too. Five cents off every stamp and up to 62% off USPS and UPS shipping rates. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving you time and money. Right now, my listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in mood. That's Stamps.com, enter mood. 
back to the podcast. I always say that I, I really don't believe in perfect balance. And that um, is something I really learned like in that first year of motherhood, especially. And I think this kind of goes back to like dreams that you have before you have them. So I, you know, 1 million percent had a goal of, of like building this career, having a business of, of being a wife, of being a mother. And these were, you know, things that I wanted you know, for a lot of my life um, and didn't really know how they would all win or how they, they would sort of pan out. And to be honest, like most of, of my 20s were really quite confusing. Like I, I really didn't know what, I, I felt a lot of pressure of like, what is my calling? What's my purpose? Um, I overthought everything. <laughs> it was, oh, I mean, I know the overthinking is like, I, I really, like I, I mean, I see years of just, I don't know what my space is, what, you know, what, what my calling is. It just took so, I don't know. I, I really struggled with that. And, um, I always was willing to, to try new things, which I think is kind of how I ended up sort of in the position I am now. But I think when it comes going back to balance, it's sort of, for me, a lot of big life changes happened at the same time. Um, and I didn't plan it that way. It's just, you know, sometimes that ha that happens. <laughs> and essentially we had this business idea at the same time that I was pregnant and I had no, we really had no idea at the time that summer Fridays would become what it has become. Of course we had huge dreams for it, but we didn't know you know, with our first product launch that, that we were going to be at Sephora, yeah. it's going to become a bestseller that we would all of a sudden be like launching all over the world. And we, we really didn't anticipate all of that so early. And so, um, I think in the beginning of, of motherhood, and even when I went into motherhood, I, I had a bit of a different idea in my head of the amount of time I would be home of sort of my life plan. And I thought, okay, in a few years, then maybe I'll look into starting a business. And, you know, again, you start writing this life story for yourself without realizing that we can't actually do that. Right. So life right. happens, we can't always write it. So, um, the, the first year was tough. And I think I tried to, and really glorified the idea of balance. Mm. And I think that we also tend to glorify this idea of being a multi-hyphenate. Mm. And especially as women, we want to be all of these things. And we read these articles and it's, you know, mom, wife, boss, founder, colleague, yeah. you know, <laughs> five businesses. And, and we read these things, we glorify them and we want, we want to be that. But then there isn't enough discussion, I don't think, around the reality of what that is when you carry so many roles. And so I always say like all of the roles are possible. And I, I know because I, I have so many different roles and I love each one of them so much. And I don't wish that one of them would go away, even though it's, it's busy and it's happy chaos. It's just, I think we have to know that to have it all, you have to accept that it will be imperfect. It will be imbalanced and you will have to ask for help. Mm. And I think when you, when you can accept that and you can accept <laughs> that chaos, you can do anything and you can have all the roles that you want to have. Um, but it just, it probably won't look like how you've journaled it out and, and how right. you it out in your head and, and that's okay. And so that's been such a big lesson. I think for me, especially the last like year and a half, um, of, of really learning and accepting that. You know, we, we do, I think what you said too, that really resonated with me was like glorifying, like the multi-hyphenate. I feel like, especially as someone who's so young and like, yes, of course I want like the life partner and the baby, but in the meantime, well, in 
am I doing enough? I have this business. I have my blog. I have this, I have this. And it's like, do you ever like still, even though you kind of like are, you know, a little bit older and a lot of bit wiser, like, do you still feel like, even though you have these like, like solid roles that you feel the need that you need to add more just because of like the social pressure or the kind of, you know, media pressure? Yeah, I definitely do sometimes. And I don't know, I wish I could say that that feeling goes away. (laughs) I don't know that it goes away, especially, um, you know, especially if you're an ambitious person and you're, yeah. you're, your mind is kind of always going in a million directions of, of other things that you want to create and, and creating is okay. Like, I think it's okay to have new ideas, um, and, and to want to create more things and all of that. But I think it's also just, again, kind of going back to like, okay, what, what can I realistically put on my plate? Um, what kind of help do I need to do that? You know, at, and I think just all like, sometimes I think again, kind of going back to that idea of like the multi hyphenate, we, I think we do put so much pressure on ourselves because we see, and the internet tells us so. Um, and even if you just quickly glance at, at what I do, you are kind of like, oh my gosh, okay. Yeah. She's got, got all these things and she's pregnant. She's got her business and traveling and doing all of these things, but it's like, no one's doing it perfectly or juggling it perfectly. And it's probably a lot more chaotic than it looks on the internet. <laughs> and you kind of do like, you know, sometimes I'll be scrolling a bit, wow, like this person's doing this really cool thing. Maybe I should do, maybe I should do that too. And your mind kind of starts spinning a bit. And I think I also, like, I always go back to like, it's okay to also be and do what you truly want to do on the inside. And I have so many different kinds of friends from, you know, friends and, and founder friends who are so happy in their business life right now. And they don't want to have kids for maybe ever. And that's the decision that they're making. Or I have other friends who had really big careers and they've decided to leave their careers and fully dedicate, dedicate time at home. And that's okay too. And I think, and both equally have struggled with what is the right or wrong decision, or do I want to do both? Um, and there, there really isn't a right or wrong. I think it's just like leaning into what really feels right and good for you. And, and then that's the best decision versus, you know, trying to become who everyone else in your life wants you to become, whether that is your partner or it's your parents, um, or your best friends. And I think it's really important to know, like you have to create that story for yourself and then, and really ask those around you to, to rally behind you, to support that. As someone who is so ambitious, how did you know that you found your perfect partner. I mean, you met so young and you got married pretty young as well, but how did you know that you could be ambitious and like, what are things that like younger girls maybe can like be aware of so that they keep that ambition and they like do find that supportive partner that it seems that you've really found. I think we all, even though we met so young, we obviously weren't, I mean, we were in college. I wasn't working at the time yet, or, you know, and kind of a, you know, if I were to meet someone now, it would be probably very different because it would, we would be entering each other's sort of current lifestyles, but we always allowed so much space for each other's individuality. And I think that was always really important. And there was never like for either of us, we never felt an expectation that like, I'm solely counting on you or you're solely counting on me or you know, this is, I want to live this specific type of life. We just never put that kind of pressure on ourselves. And so I always knew there was enough space for, for both of us to really grow and kind of write our own stories while doing it together. And so, I mean, even from the, you know, the beginning, I, when, after we graduated school, I had, we had moved to two different States and he was, he went to school to get his doctorate. And I was in Missouri working on broadcasting. And there was never even a question of, well, we can't, you know, if we can't live in the same place, it can't work. And the, and sort of that normal stress that I think oftentimes comes and with relationships. And there was, 
there was never a, a stress about it. It was just, this is a part of, of my life and, and you're in this part of your life and we're going to, we're going to work through it and do it. And, and sort of, again, like build our own stories. And we didn't put pressure on ourselves to, you know, necessarily play house right after school and like make it work where he could go to, he would get his doctorate in the same place that I got my first job. Um, because that's so much pressure, you know, especially when, when you are young. And so I think like, that was a big thing from the beginning that we knew, we knew we always like held enough space for each other in that sense. Yeah. I mean, that's so true. I think like the biggest amount of pressure, even when people write in for advice on the podcast, they're like, oh, I'm long distance and, you know, maybe he's not ready to move in with me. And it's kind of that literal, just like idea of what you're supposed to do at a certain age. And so it's just so refreshing to hear that, like, you guys kind of like kept it between the two of you and did truly what worked for both of you. I think that's like something that a lot of people don't talk about. And it's more so like, hmm, well, check if he's like Snapchatting any girls. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's that's like, right. it's just such yeah. like a actual partnership and like being on a team and being teammates you know what I mean and now you guys are literally expecting another baby it's like for the sake of current mood like how are you feeling like what is <laughs> literally going through your mind with like launching products launching a baby I mean I'm using that word at this point you're launching a baby <laughs> I'm launching a baby I'm you're launching a baby <laughs> I love this I'm totally gonna start using that I mean honestly I feel really good I it it's a weird 2020 obviously has been a very weird year it's a strange time everything sort of changed and shifted honestly in a matter of weeks of just everything <laughs> feeling normal to then everything feeling like it was just out of sorts um but there's also been so many silver linings in terms of being able to slow down and really be home and i think being pregnant in quarantine has honestly been kind of great because you're mostly just home and yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you can kind of just enjoy all the, the pregnancy things and the things that are really not so great. Um, you know, being mostly home. So that's kind of been a gift. So I, overall, I feel, I feel good. Um, I, I had a lot more, I don't know if it's just cause it's my second, I'm much more calm. I definitely had a lot more sort of like concerns, maybe some anxiety around when I had my first of like how this is going to change my life. Um, but I just like, I feel ready. I feel excited. I'm so excited for like my son to have a sibling. I'm, I'm one of six kids. Like what a gift it is. Oh, to wow. have siblings. So, yeah. And I'm like, I'm really close to my brothers and sisters. And so that was something like, I'm so excited to give to him. Um, and I think too, like there's so like, like, especially early motherhood, I kind of feel like you can, you can sort of Google as much information as you want or don't want. <laughs> and I like, for me personally, I always, I like when it comes to this subject and like, oh, ignorance is bliss. Like I'm the type that actually would rather know less and just kind of figure it out. And cause ever, cause I really do feel like everyone's motherhood journey is so different and so personal that I, I know that we'll figure it out and we'll get into our groove. And I feel like if I focus on some of the negative, like you're not going to be sleeping and sort of all of those things that people always love to tell you when you're having kids. Um, but if I, if I only focus on that, then I'm just, my mind starts spinning and you only think about the negative. Whereas I'm just really focused on like, okay, I know that these are going to be some of the positives. And if I stay really focused on that, 
I feel like that just helps get me through a bit more. Yeah. I mean, for sure. I'm like someone who has literally no plans to have a baby, but I sometimes will like literally get anxiety before I go to bed, just like thinking about certain things that could happen. So <laughs> definitely going to re-listen to this in a few years. You did say something. Yeah, I know. Right now I'm like, okay, Lauren said, don't Google, don't Google. Yeah. You said something on your blog too, that I really loved. And it said, I learned how to turn feelings of stress and overwhelm into gratitude. I learned how to forgive myself and I learned how to feel pride without guilt. And so do you think that you learned how to turn feelings of stress into gratitude in like all pockets of your life? Like how, like you really mentioned how into wellness you were too. So it's like, kind of, how did you start taking care of yourself. I, I feel like it's so important for girls to start taking care of themselves at a younger age. So how did you really get into like wellness and kind of like that mindset and stuff? I always, I mean, honestly, even from like a, from high school, from high school sports and then college and just like really making a conscious effort of taking good care of myself. I always really believed just so deeply in that. Cause I feel so much better when I take care of myself. Um, and so like for me, like my workouts and eating well, I would say the eating well part did not happen until after college, but, <laughs> but the workouts, um, were just always such a part of my life. And I think it's kind of one of those things it's like, and this kind of goes for any goal, but it's, you can, you can set a goal. And then for the first few months, you have to really make a conscious effort of, of putting it into your calendar of, of making it a point, not like make it like an appointment and you know, you don't miss it. And it's something that you have set in your calendar and you go and you do it. And I think usually after, for me, it's like usually about after three months, three to six months, I would say, depending, um, it just becomes such a part of your day-to-day life that you don't even need to put it in your calendar anymore because it, it just becomes who you are and then it becomes a habit. Mm -hmm. So I think first something starts as this goal and this thing that you have to set in your calendar. And then over time, it really just starts to become a daily part of your routine. And for me, that was like really what, what wellness now at this point is just such a part of my life that I don't necessarily have to like pencil it in. If that makes sense. It's just really a part of, of what we do. Um, and so, and we like make it like now we make it a fun family thing. Like where we'll all go into the gym together and like my son, he's three, he has like his little, they're like not real weights, obviously, but his, <laughs> his like equipment that he thinks is his, or I'll do yoga with me or say, you know, we just try to make it a fun family activity so that we create time for it. Um, and we'll do it together. So it feels like less of a chore or, or less of a, okay, I'm going to work out and you watch him while I'm working out and then we'll swap. Right. So it's, try to make it a more fun family thing. Um, so yeah, I mean, well, like wellness for me has just always been a huge part. And then obviously like the food that you eat, um, I started working with, I think, you know, Kelly Levesque, Eval by Kelly. I only know her through you guys tagging and I always okay. like kind of, I just like pay attention to everything you guys post on Instagram. <laughs> so she's amazing. She's one of my good friends now as well, but she's been my nutritionist since before my first pregnancy. And she really, really helped kind of sort of change, um, my outlook on, on how and what I was eating and putting into my body and how I really felt best um, and kind of helped tailor things to me individually, which is great. So it's not, I don't, it's, she's not, a, it's not a specific diet. Um, mm. I don't, I don't diet. There's no like fast, there's no specific fasting or anything like that. And I don't really have anything on, on my no ever list, but it's just kind of looking at like your personal health things that make you feel good. Um, you know, like really like not as much, obviously not eating as much sugar, things like high protein. So things that just make your brain and your body feel good. And even habits like that have just become such a part of, of daily life. And do you think that truly like those kind of like habits and stuff, like also 
not only like make your body feel good, but like it helps kind of like put your mind at ease. And it's like, even though it might seem to someone like a big like change and like commitment in their life, like, do you feel like the payoff is also mental as well? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like from personally, I struggle with migraines and with anxiety and they're things that I've struggled with for, for years. And if I work out, like even, even just going for a jog or doing a really like amazing online Pilates class or something like that completely eases my anxiety with really within the first hour of, of after I do it. So I'll sleep better. My headaches are better. Um, I feel much more at ease and much more calm and it's kind of phenomenal the connection between the two, because you, in a way you almost wouldn't believe it until you, until you do it and you try it. But I think, I also think anxiety is something that's so normal. And unfortunately I think has probably gotten a bit worse among all of us because we're all so um, in tune with what's happening at all times. So not only can you do feel, you know, I think it's normal to feel a bit of anxiousness around things in, in your own life, whether it is like, you know, your job or your friends or relationships or whatever it might be, or trying to just trying to figure out what you're doing with your life. Um, but then also it's, you're so in tune with everything in, in the world. Yeah. It can, it can start to feel like so much. And it, like, especially right now, if you start going down the wrong path on the internet, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it feels like the world is ending yep. and it, it can feel really overwhelming. And so I think you kind of have to set some boundaries for yourself around that, around like how much time you're spending online and on things like that, but then also dedicating time to doing things that are really good for your mind and for your body. And, you know, whether that's setting the t- setting aside time to work out, to pray, to meditate, whatever works for you, um, where it's really just internal work, because that really, I think sets the tone for what you can do day to day. Um, and, and also I think sets the tone for what you can accomplish and what you think is, is possible. Yeah. I mean, you even mentioned too, like that you over you were a big overthinker, like in your twenties. And so do you think that you've gotten better at that too, along with like the typical like anxiety and stuff. But I think overthinking is definitely like a big one that I feel like you can probably get over eventually. Like, do you feel like it's subsided at all? Like as you've gotten older? It's subsided. Yes. It's all, there are still certain things I'll overthink, but 100% I used to overthink far more in my twenties. And then as I've become just more confident in my decision-making and in, in the life story that I'm writing for myself is I've just become more confident in that. I feel like I overthink a lot less, uh, which makes me feel much more at peace to be honest. Um, but I think it's so normal to be an overthinker. I, I, I mean, I, I really do. And sometimes it's even just when you normalize it a bit, it kind of makes you feel less alone. And like when you ask other others and a lot of people overthink, it just makes you feel a bit less alone, but for sure, like into my early thirties now, I, I just feel much more at peace with a lot of my decision-making. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to that. It sounds really nice. Yes, it will. <laughs> it, will come. it will happen. So you mentioned obviously that you get anxiety or stress and you have like really great like mindset and you know, you're just wiser, but what are those kind of like mood boosters, like typical, like similar to working out that if you are feeling a little bit stressed or maybe not having the best day, whether it's products or just things you do, like what are your mood boosters that always kind of like shift your day around? Um, so outside of a workout, I would say two other things I'll make, and I do this, I, I would say I try to do this daily, um, where I will just take a few minutes out of my day and write down five to 10 things that I'm grateful for that day. So things in my life that I 
you know, have or I'm working toward, or um, it could be something as small as the coffee that my husband brought me in the morning or as big as the business that we have. And I just take a moment and write those down and I look at them and I remind myself of, of the things that I have done, um, the people and the things that I have. And then that usually motivates me to then go and, and fulfill those different roles um, or, you know, again, to feel that sort of gratitude for the things that I um, have worked toward. And sometimes you have to take a moment and sort of say, okay, even when I'm feeling a bit down, these are the things that I have accomplished and that I've done and, or, you know, the people in my life. And so I always try to do that for at least a few minutes daily, mm-hmm. um, which is really, really helpful. And then I would say like step two to that is I always try to act. So if I, if I am feeling either upset about something or if I'm not feeling fulfilled or if I'm feeling confused, I try, I try to be very solution-based and it doesn't mean it will necessarily always work, but instead of spending the rest of my day kind of sulking this idea that something isn't working or I don't know what I'm doing, um, I really try to then think of solutions that will help improve that feeling. So whether it's reaching out to someone who might be able to help or literally just getting out my notebook and writing down ideas and brainstorming and, and trying new things. Um, I think all of that is really important and, and sort of like always keeping yourself very connected um, and just always ready and eager to learn and to change. And I think that's been really important for me too, just in terms of being a mood booster. Otherwise, I think it's easy to kind of get into this, you know, you get into this mood and it's like, oh, you're, just, you're feeling nothing's working. And sometimes it just takes like even just one thing of I'm going to try something new today, or I'm going to reach out to somebody and just see what happens. And I kind of feel like those are usually when the most incredible life moments happen. Yeah. It's like, you almost don't realize that the difference of writing something down versus just like thinking about it, like actually gets you even more out of your head. And it just like really takes like that next step and everyone overthinks and everyone stresses and obviously different mood boosters work for everyone. But I think a great takeaway is like putting it into action and like thinking outside of the box, AKA your head that you're stuck in with stress and overwhelming or overwhelmingness. And, you know, those are such like just great things that I think everyone should at least try to incorporate into their life. And then on the product side of things, I mean, I must say that my current mood booster is this little thing right here. The podcast can't see it. I literally went to Sephora. I was driving to Target. I turned my car around and I was like, I'm going to go to Sephora. And I was so (laughs) excited that this Summer Fridays lip balm wasn't sold out. I grabbed like four and (laughs) I didn't let myself buy anything else. Like, why is this lip balm so good? It's obviously I'm biased because we created it, but it really is the best. And Mariana and I obsessed over this formula for years. I mean, it was one of the first things that we had on our product list of something that we wanted to create from the very beginning. And it took a, a lot of trial and error and it took a really long time to formulate and then to come out with, because we are so picky about our lip balms and we have both tried a million different <laughs> lip balms and lip masks and we both were really picky with it and so it took a really long time but we are equally obsessed with the product like we it's something that we just it it, it is like truly one of those products that you can't live without where you do need four of them because yeah. you want one in your bathroom and one in your bag and one next to your computer I, I literally had to get one for every place I could potentially put on lip balm like it's insane 
It's so good. I'm so happy that you love it so much. We really do become obsessed with product development. It's something that the two of us really like spend a lot of our, our time and our energies on product development. And we will never come out with something unless we are incredibly obsessed with it and we love it. And we don't give into the pressure of, well, we have to, we have to come out with this thing right now because this is trending or whatever it may be. We'll, we'll always come out with it once we feel like it is incredible. And once we feel like it's perfect, and then that's when we want to share it with everyone else, because we know then you'll be obsessed with it too. Well, I am. And it's like, it was so crazy because I even, I'm like struggling with like acne and stuff right now. And it's kind of starting to clear up. And so I was thinking like, okay, maybe I'll start using vitamin C and to like, maybe like get like fade some of the stuff. And I put one on the other night and I was like, oh, it kind of like stings a little bit. And then I put your guys's on last night. And I'm just like, why does every product of summer Fridays that I put on, like, no matter how powerful it is, it never irritates my skin. And I was like, I wonder, is that because you guys like test it during pregnancy and make sure it's like, <laughs> like, what's the secret of like it being so powerful, but like truly like never burning or irritating, like even the new, uh, AHA, the yeah, soft, soft reset solution. I mean, it's like, it feels like velvet, but it's like, I, I just don't understand. I mean, you don't have to give me your like development secrets, but like, what's the thought process? I mean, we always formulate with sensitive skin in mind. We also both have sensitive skin. So I think when we're personally testing things, it's something that we are always hyper aware of. And we really like to enjoy the skincare experience. We want it to feel like this moment of self-care um, to where your products are really working. And at the same time, they also feel good to put on. We want this to be, we want it, we, we, this goes back to the name. We want it to feel like an escape for you, a moment of summer Fridays. And so um, it's why we are really particular about our ingredients list, about the labs that we work with. And it's also why we'll spend quite a lot of time formulating. I would say probably longer than average um, of just the amount of time that we spend on each individual product and the time that we spend testing and having others try it and just to ensure that it feels really good on a lot of different skin types. Ugh, I mean, it's just, it's literally the best. Like I literally, you and Mariana are like two of my favorite people in the entire world. Like when I do the intro, I had to, girl. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm obsessed. I love it. I'm like, this sounds so creepy, but obviously, <laughs> I could literally talk to you forever, but I'm going to let you go because you're launching a baby. You're probably launching another product. <laughs> what can we expect? What to expect when you're expecting? What can oh. we expect and where can we follow along for more of your journey? Well, I probably share the most, I would say on Instagram, which is at Lauren Ireland now, um, and <laughs> the, the new handle. And I, it really is where I, where I share the most. I also have my blog, which is you and Leo. And then of course, everything summer Fridays, both on Instagram, which is at summer Fridays or our website, summerfridays.com. And we are always working and formulating and dreaming of new products. And we also always want to know what people want. So never be shy about messaging us. We also do a lot of polls mm. um, and we track, we keep track of everything. So we, we really do track all of, all of your ideas so that way we can create what people are really wanting. They're engaged. They're 
balance, imbalancedly balanced. They're turning stress into positivity. I mean, these girls are must follows. Thank you so, so, so much for being on the podcast. I can't wait to see what the next summer Fridays product that I'm going to have to buy in bulk is and everyone go run because the lip balm is not sold out at Sephora and on their website right now for once. So I would stock up for the winter seasons. It's <laughs> about get to it. get dry. It's about to get dry. Thank you so much, Lauren. Thank you, Lauren. I'm so happy I could be on. <laughs>